The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Raising capital or taking your business to the world? Investment Fix has everything you need to make it happen. This season, we're exploring the US market, the opportunities it offers, what it takes to grow a business there, and the best way to approach investors. The Investment Fix podcast. Tune in today. When you're passing your boss's house, always drive a 20k or less. Thanks very much. Camera out, you know. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's do a pod. Let's do a podcast. I've got got a hot coffee. I've got a warm water. (laughs) And gosh. Is it actually warm? I mean, it's... I have trouble with taps. I really do. I think we should talk about it. It's hard to know. My taps are home and backwards. (laughs) See? So, hazards everywhere. (laughs) Okay, let's do a podcast. Kia ora, welcome along to The Real Pod. My name's Jane Yee. I'm joined by Alex Casey. Duncan Grieve is busy moving house. It's been a hell of a weekend for house moves. Hell of a weekend. Um, I'm only just finished and I am so tired, Jane. She's delirious. It's going to be one heck of a podcast. Uh, this is your reality TV recap and real life in New Zealand podcast. I need to change the tagline because I cannot say it. Reality TV in real life. Real little it's it's hard when the pressure's on. Anyway, um, we're going to start, before we get into the real news, we're going to start with A, our housekeeping. You can find our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Corner. Uh, also on Instagram, we're the spin-off podcast network. Well, it's not just us. It's all the other podcasts as well. Which you all should be listening Which to. Which is great for you. Um, find some new content or content for free. You know? Yeah. I feel like I can't emphasize that enough. Any, You know, they say no free lunch, but there are free pods. So <laughs> go and listen to them. Feast your ears. <laughs> I need some advice, Alex Casey. Don't ask me. I am a husk. Okay. But please do. <laughs> well, Tina, Tina's here in the studio with us, so she might be able to help too. Okay, my hairdress is very expensive because she's very good, but mm-hmm. I can't afford to see her anymore. You need to break out. I need to break out. My fringe is so long, and I've done the um, free fringe trim between cuts already, and it's already grown out from that. So now it's like it's basically welded onto my head with hairspray and bobby pins. I haven't seen your fringe in ages, actually, <laughs> now that you mention it. Where, where's she gone? Where's she gone? And the greys uh, out to play, and I need a cut and colour, and I... Do you want me to do it? No. <laughs> kind of offer. Road to you. Um, here's a combo. Have you heard of Just Cuts? Yeah, I have. In St. Luke's. There is someone in the office who gets her hair done at Just Cuts and she's like, it's a dream. I know, I know, I know a woman <laughs> who swears by Just Cuts. Yeah. I and then know. you get your colour, you get your colour done at a colour only place, which is a lot cheaper. Or do it yourself. Well, I've got a mate who's got some colour hookups and she said she'd colour my hair for me with like proper hair. So that's good, but I'm, I worry about the cut. I'm very particular about my fringe. You wouldn't think mm. it, seeing it blasted to my head the way that it is. What fringe? 
<laughs> I think lean in. But do you have a relationship with this hairdresser? Because that's the tense thing. Yes, when they I've been know... seeing her forever. She did my wedding here. She knows my private business. Private business? I know some of her private business. Oh, She's worked on reality shows and sometimes gives me some goss. I feel like hairdressers should have to sign an NDA. Every time you go there. No. Because the secrets that you spill forth. No, they shouldn't because I want to hear everyone else's secrets. But did they tell you the secrets or is she a vault? She's does she a- actually give you information or do you just feel like she does? No, no. I think she gives me information. Just kind of, it's, no, it's nothing sinister. Like she'll have, worked, <laughs> she'll have worked on a reality show and she'll give me some behind the scenes goss. But nothing ever, you know, nothing ever worth podcasting about. Um. Jane, mm-hmm. this hairdresser that you're talking about, mm-hmm. how long is it going to take for her to hear this conversation? She works on reality TV. She lives in New Zealand. We know that at least 10 people listen to this podcast. Cut me a deal. <laughs> <laughs> cut me hair and cut me a deal. <laughs> I've oh. said I'll do it. Why don't you get that funny... <laughs> i said I'll do it. <laughs> Why don't you get that funny little touch-up stuff? That always cracks me up. What are oh, the touch-up yeah, for the grey? lipstick for your hair. It's too much. Like I, the other thing that I saw um, on, on the in, Instagram the other day is this new thing that looks like a mascara wand and you use it to just tackle your flyaways. And it looks really good, but I think that I would probably go through a whole tube in one sitting because oh. I've got so many and my hair's so thick. Yes, Alex? Wig. She's got a hand up. <laughs> I'll, put my hand up for a podcast. My, I'll put my hand up to speak. Wig. <laughs> <laughs> Solves everything. A good wig's very expensive, though. But it's a one-off cost. That's true. It's true, but they need maintenance. Cost yes. per wear. And then what do I do with my real hair? Because I've got a lot of real hair. Do shave I need to sh- it. shave it off? Yeah. Shave it, send the hair to a wig maker, <laughs> get them to make a wig out of your hair as is wearers. What about the in-between times? <laughs> the bit where I'm waiting for the wig to be made and I'm walking around with a shaved head. i got a wig, I'll sort you out. <laughs> is that from Look Sharp? Yes. Okay. And it is a blonde mullet from oh, when that... I dressed up as um, Simon so Bunny. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. Holy shit. Incredible. This is real life. Have we helped? New Zealand, I don't technically, know. I suppose. No, I don't think you have. My mum went through this. She she broke up with a hairdresser that she went to for like 10 years because um, she discovered Rodney Wayne, the joys of Rodney <laughs> Wayne. And now when she, she drives past, she ducks. <laughs> she ducks because they had quite a close relationship and it was just like it had to just be, a, you know. Yeah, you, you, cut out you, had, my you life. ghost them. Yeah. You ghost them and hope you never see them in public again. It's actually a story. I, I would like try, to hear I, from here. I'm sure I've pitched this to you as a story. Have you? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, pitched but it to, I, I remember if it pitching hurts it to someone them. in the stairwell. Ah, uh, okay. But I don't know who it was. <laughs> a ghost? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I want to know if it hurts hairdressers. Like, you know, on the other side, do they, do they think about those who have gone? <laughs> gone before. <laughs> Those who've gone before, who never call, who never call again, you know? Tell me about your move. Oh, Tina. We've both been moving. Duncan's still moving. What is what is going on? Well, Tina's moved to Hobsonville. Oh, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> wow. Thank you for that. <laughs> Don't worry, she's got the power to beat. You beat that out. Um, and I've moved to Los <laughs> Angeles. <laughs> beep. <laughs> and... Um, I hate to pay, I didn't pay for movers, obviously. Don't pay for movers. Do it all yourself. Hire a van. First of all, the van that we hired was 
tiny. <laughs> and we jumped in it and I was like, Joe, this is just a bog standard van. And we were going to pick up a king bed because we were also doing a massive trade me black. Yes, like yeah, the Ecosa, I remember. The Ecosa. And I was like, this is not even going to fit a chair. Like, and he's like, we'll just try it. And I was like, it's not going to fit. We got to the first location, tried to put shelves in, they, they barely fit. And then we had to go back, swap the van. Already it's a nightmare. It's just so stressful. The fights, the tension, the timing of everything. And then there was the actual physical act of moving, which I really, really struggled with. I, my body is so sore. <laughs> I think I pulled a muscle in my chest. <laughs> it hurts to laugh. Oh. This is not the pod for you then. <laughs> I don't know. How did you find it, Tina? Um, I'm still in the process. I just left. I've just been moving boxes into different places, to be honest. <laughs> the moving, the actual moving was fine. I have a king bed mm-hmm. and my base goes down into two singles, so that was fine. Corinne, on the other hand, has a queen and we had to hoist it over the balcony, <gasps> which was not a good time. There's glass everywhere, <gasps> smashable things. Oh, my goodness. My landlord probably isn't going to listen to this, but there <laughs> are marks like, in the fucking wall already. <laughs> if your landlord is my hairdresser, we are in deep trouble. Oh, my God. <laughs> the marks on the wall. So we're moving into, a, like, a brand-new apartment brand complex. Brand-new. It yep. is pristine. It is pristine. No one else even lives there yet. We we're the, the first people we're in. We're the, the first people house. in. I walk in, coffee table straight into the door, <laughs> giant chip out of the front door. Dark green, you can see, it's so obvious. Hey, welcome to the next however long you're there for of absolute <laughs> tension and anxiety. <sighs> this is what happens when you move into a brand new place. Just don't do it. I Sorry, just, a bit I late with that said, advice. I just said whoopsies. That's all I can That's just all I got. Hit the wall. It's the whoopsies clause. <laughs> it's the normal wear and tear clause. It is normal wear and tear. Exactly. It is normal wear and tear. What do you think's going to happen to a door? Hey, also, anyway. I just want to say, and, and I can say this as someone who's got quite a few years on the peer review. So I've done many a three-ton truck carrying a fridge on my back, like <laughs> bloody Oblix with... Oblix? What's his name? What? Asterix and Oblix. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, God. You the guy only carries around a big bloody massive stone behind him. Anyway, <laughs> here's beside the point. I've done. I've been there and done that and I've learnt my lessons many, many moves on. Um, and now I'm like... My life advice to you, young people, mm. start a savings account for the next time that you have to move, hire movers, and if you can afford, get bloody packers as well. Packers. Amazing. You don't have to touch anything. Two days before you move, they come on in, they pack everything up exactly where it is, they wrap everything beautifully, and then they move it all and they unpack it and they take the shit away and it's glorious. What about your knickers and things? They'll take your knickers. <laughs> <laughs> They'll take it all. Oh, no. They'll take it all. There's no judgment. It's great. It's freeing, I it's tell you. It's their job. <laughs> wow. That people, is good advice. Alex, I hate to tell you, people are less interested in your knickers than you think. <laughs> <laughs> That's some interesting stuff in there. I will Some very old stuff. I'll say that as well. <laughs> real dusty oh, stuff. If that wasn't real news, then this is. <laughs> Okay, we've got the full complement of Celebrity Treasure Island celebs now. They've all been announced in the latest drop. Art Green, I'm sorry, weren't you having a baby? Like, weren't honestly. Weren't you having a baby? 
But it's only in Northland, so maybe pop back? No. No? No. Pop. I mean, I don't know the timeline. I don't know the timeline of this, of when this all happened. Uh, but let's think about the fact that Matoodles was on Masked Singer. Art's on bloody Celebrity Treasure Island. What's Milo doing? Who's looking after Milo? Um, the dog? Ken. Remember Ken, 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 yeah, Ken. big Ken on Waiheke. Yeah, big Ken, BK. Um, also, I think it's really interesting as we go, as we as we keep chatting down the list of news today and other stars who've been announced for other things or rumours that are swirling around. You can see why the people who ended up on the Masked Singer ended up on the Masked Singer. Like the talent pool is closing. It's closing. Yeah, we need to we need to we need to lock the borders of celebrity <laughs> reality shows for ten years. It's just gone bananas. Okay, so Johnny Tuivasa Sheik, apologies for fucking up your name there, Johnny. Uh, Edna Stewart, Richie Barnett, Hiriana Manuel, Edna um, Swart, I believe Swart. Swart. Oh, did I autocorrect on my document? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry about that. I'm the worst person to read out names. Um, <laughs> Tara, there's one that I can handle. Tara's got a great piece on the spin-off, mm. uh, breaking everyone down. <laughs> Sorry, so how excited are we? Very excited. I just think it's such a stellar cast. I mean, is there anything Art Green can't do? Honestly? Well, we haven't seen his home reno, but we know that he can build a garden. He can build planter boxes. Yeah. He can do things. He can carry things. He can... He can look nice. He could look really nice on a beach. There's actually quite a few look, nice looking people in that lineup, gotta yeah, say. Nice lookies. Um, I'm very excited about Edna Swart in particular. Did I we talk it's... about, was there one midweek that, oh no, we talked about Brinley Stent last week, did we? I'm not sure. Was... That'll be interesting, the Brinley Chris, yes. you know? Yes. Will they be an alliance or will they turn on each other? So if you don't know <laughs> the inner workings of the comedy scene, Brinley Stent and Chris Parker, like BFFs and also flatmates, I believe. Yes. So if they end up on opposing teams, imagine if it's them, final two. This is a bigger cast than usual, isn't it? Have we talked about Candy Lane? Oh, no, Candy Candy Lane! (laughs) So exciting. I mean, hell of a look in a singlet on a a tropical Northland, Candy Lane. She looks incredible. I bet she's real good at survival shit. Yeah. You know? And if she can't, just distract them with some dancing. Exactly. Do a little jig. <laughs> a little uh, beach jig. Um, it's great. It's starting when? September, early September, I believe. I thought it was August, but it's early September. And there's going to be three teams. Oh, this is madness. To, to, to start, I know. What is going on? Do you think that they just kept on slurping up um, more celebrities? Like they just had more and more become available in that COVID, you know, you know how they, they kind of they started and they were ready to go mm. and then COVID hit. And do you think in that time a few more celebrities came out of the woodwork and they were like, oh, we just got to have them. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's make it a three-teamer. Soak them all up. I love it. I love it. Anyone from Shorten Street on there? Um, Kimberly Crossman. Oh, yes, yes, of course. Okay, um, I just wanted a segue into this. Shorten Street are looking for a cast member with some urgency. Um, they have to have a missing finger. I don't know. I feel like that gives away a bit of an upcoming storyline somehow. Oh. So if you've had an unfortunate incident with something and lost a finger, then you've got to be a dude as well. Oh, okay. You've got a dude with a missing finger. <clears throat> okay. I feel like I know someone. <laughs> you got to know. Tina, I feel like you know. I think there are... I, I don't want to be... I feel like... I feel like there's a lot of granddads out there who've had mishaps with machinery back in the day. Does it have to be a particular mm. finger? Just any I don't know finger. if it was specific. Uh, What's the rate? 
because <laughs> if someone's desperate, get rid of the finger. What finger would you get rid of if you had to? Middle? No, no. you got to have that for the outdoors. <laughs> I'd get rid of my marriage finger, I reckon. Ooh, Ooh. feminist. I, I'd probably go, <laughs> go binky. Though I have to say, I've already done a number on my wedding finger, my wedding ring finger, when I was three. Um, Chasing my, my sister down the hallway, she went into her room, closed the door, my oh. hand, finger was on the hinges, and so, so you can see it's a bit deformed. Oh. But it's okay, it still works. Yeah. But maybe I just get rid of that for aesthetic reasons. I think it's, you it's could already... lose My question is, isn't it quite easy to, like, tape a finger down and make it... Like, how oh, essential I... is this? Because not only this person needs to be missing a finger, but they also need to... Uh, be able to act on camera. Okay, because I'm specific. I'm hiding a finger right now, and it's pretty it looks convincing, pretty, it looks isn't pretty it? Pretty bloody good from where I'm sitting. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't know. I feel it's it's starting to get sore. It's been probably 15 seconds now that I've been holding yeah, it down. True. It's starting to cramp up. Okay. So you'd have to be cut. very committed. <laughs> so yeah, cut it off or or just don't go for the roll is the other option. Uh, Dancing with the Stars rumours. Okay, Kerry Lee Dewing, also Shortland Street. She was announced last year when they first were announcing the cast. So she's been sitting on that for such a long wow. time. And she's going to be in Dancing with the Stars. Other rumours doing the rounds, Kerry McIver. Obsessed. That's it, just Kerry Lee Dewing and Kerry McIver. All the Kerrys. Any other Kerrys? Kerry Ann Nelson from the spin No one knows Kerry Ann Nelson. No, but it's interesting to think about. Um, <laughs> but that's not really mean the way Kerry. I said that. I didn't mean that, Kerry Ann. Kerry? Kerry Juice? Kerry Juice, yes. Kerry Juice from, Kerry Juice from, uh, um, from, uh, from Jordan Major's Jordan, season uh, of The Bachelor. Yeah, and yeah. Corny's Corny sister. Corny sister, yes, yes. Um, sister. Okay, that's it. That's all we've got. Um, also Brody Kane. Brody Kane to be. and Ryan Bridge. Ryan Bridge. So, I mean, they're good, good four for starters. I feel like Ryan Bridge, he's very tall. He is very tall. Does that make a good dancer? Ben Barrington wasn't. He's tall. Mm. Mm. I feel like you have to be wee. I mean, I'm five two. I'm just saying. And you are terrific. That's it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Breathtaking on the floor. I am just waiting. I think my phone is broken because that call is not coming through. Weird. Um, Laura Daniel was announced as one of the judges last year. Do you oh. think she'll be sticking around? I don't know. She was announced off the back of a, a sterling season that she performed in, but maybe it's uh, maybe no one cares anymore. You know, maybe it's like everyone's, it's a bit mean, isn't it? <laughs> I don't mean to be mean. I just mean maybe, you know, the, 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 all the excitement around her being so amazing as a dancer with COVID, she might be another COVID casualty. We're yet to see. She's also on Taskmaster on TVNZ right now. True. So Which is fantastic, can I just say. The second season is a bloody ripper. I just can't watch all the television. I just think you should try harder. It's just so much. <laughs> okay, um, and another show that's got the celebs lining up is Give Us a Clue. <laughs> okay, um, I'm, honestly, I think this starts on Monday. Tony Street, Lily McManus, Frank Bunce. Uh, don't forget that Paula Bennett's hosting and it's being, you've got two teams, a girls' team and a boys' team. Um, Hilary Barry leading the girls' team and Tom Sainsbury leading the boys' team. You're also going to see Kerry McIver. What? I know. She I know. Should, jumping jumping networks. Uh, Susie Cato, Benice Menny. <clears throat> Stacey Morrison, the top twins, Jason Gunn. It's wow. a real, it's a real, um, it's like a legacy cast. Mm, Bernice you know? Mena is real cool. Uh, so what were those ads? Just uh, checking my girls looking after I'm herself. looking after myself. I am, mum. I'm, I'm having a myself. microwave meal. Yum. Mum. Yum. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> Sidetrack. <laughs> so that's ha- that's starting. That's starting. More celebs. Okay. Some of the same. On. Some of the same celebs. Some different ones. What is Give Us a Clue, Jane? Did you watch it four score and ten ago? It's a charades show. They it's- basically just do charades. This is celebrities getting up and doing funny things with their bodies. Should be a lol. Uh, big breaking news in the regions. Whanganui has 5G. Congratulations. Well done. Whanganui joins Queenstown, Christchurch, Wellington, Palmerston North, Tauranga and Auckland in getting 5G. How do you think Hamilton and Dunedin are feeling right now? Pretty bloody pretty, embarrassed. Pretty stink, I'd say. They've got the mallards, though. Uh, they don't have... They don't have a, a moggy called Morzine who goes around stealing goldfish, though. I was That's just ha- about to open the story about Morzine. <laughs> That's happening in Timaru. <laughs> there is a cat who's been stealing goldfish and they've been turning up on the front lawn of the owner's oh. house and uh, flapping about. And so two, two have been rescued so far. One went oh, to the kindergarten, God. the local kindergarten, and the other one, uh, after a social media post, went back to the owner, the original owner of the goldfish who... Uh, actually just lives over the back fence. It's got a goldfish pond, so probably oh, wouldn't have taken too much to figure that out. Wanted it back, but yeah. that's, that's all right. So, wait, the, the one who's gone to the, the kindy or whatever, mm. is that um, the original owner's just like, where's my fish? Yeah, I think I think original owner's gone, you know, it's bringing the kids joy. Mm. It's missing a tail, I don't want it back. Have you had goldfish in yep. your life? Yeah, I've had, I've had four. I've had, um, no, I've had three, I think. I had Jesus and God, and then I had <laughs> Jarvis Cocker. Those That's the Holy Trinity. <laughs> <laughs> I killed them all. Okay. Yeah, all, all went belly up. Yeah. Mm. It's, uh, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. It's really hard to clean their houses as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much when you're like 22, you yeah. know? Yeah. you got things to do, parties to go to. Do they... You know the big ones yeah. in like Western Springs Park, the koi. The I koi. Guess. Yeah. Are they? Are they just big goldfish? They don't they have little uh, little moustache things, little catfishies. Yeah, don't they? Are they? Is that a catfish? <laughs> <laughs> is that an eel? <laughs> the eels have those. Popular tattoo mm-hmm. though, the old koi fish. It is. I'm thinking of getting a tattoo, and yet a pest. What should what? I get? Tattoo. Um, well, what about something on the back of your neck? I've already got one there. Oh. I don't like it. Uh, what about a silhouette of a woman playing the electric guitar? No, Duncan's already got that. Oh, um, what have you got? Have you got anything? I've got nothing. Nothing? Let's I've got do nothing. It. Let's do it. I nearly got a corn. I nearly got a corn. I came so close to getting a corn tattoo. How close is so close? Is it just thinking about it? I looked up some <laughs> pictures on Google and they all looked bad. <laughs> and I thought, no, this isn't going to work. Maybe a corny can come up with an inspired idea that isn't just necessarily a picture of a corn. At one point, I remember you trying to convince us to get the corn emoji. All the three of us get the corn emoji. Yeah. You gone off that, that. idea? I have. I think it should be. I think it should just be line. I don't think it should be coloured. Yeah, right. I don't know. Okay. I'm open to it because I was thinking it could be fun to get it behind your no, ear. That's... An ear of corn. <laughs> Hello. Or just on your ear. Or then. behind your knee, corn knee. Oh, I get it. It has to be behind the knee. Does is such a weird to... place. <laughs> Does it have to be a gimmick? I feel like that would be yes. extremely painful as well. Behind the ear would be paying homage to Joe Cotton. I think it was Joe Cotton, Charlotte Dawson, and Nikki Watson. When they had their, like, holy triumvirate friendship, they all got stars behind their ears. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That could be us, but with corn ears. <laughs> <laughs> I'd honestly be keen. 
Okay, I think that's it for the real news. Gosh, it was a lot. Is that all the news? Is that all the current affairs? Have you got anything? All the important breaking stories? Nothing. Nothing. Okay, well, we'll just have a quick break. We're going to stretch it out, advise you to do the same while you're listening to these messages, and then we'll be right back with Reality Check. Kia ora, Justin Giovanetti here, and I'm the political editor at The Spinoff. This podcast, like so much of the work we do at The Spinoff, is made possible by the support of our members. To find out more about The Spinoff members and how you can help us keep producing quality, independent journalism, visit members.thespinoff.co.nz and do it today. Kia ora, Duncan Grieve here, managing editor and host of another spin-off podcast you should subscribe to if you haven't already. It's called The Fold, and it's about one of my all-time favorite topics, one I've been reporting on and obsessing over for some years now, the chaotic but incredibly exciting and fun New Zealand media industry and scene. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts, and join me for in-depth analysis and interviews with some of the most influential and interesting players in New Zealand's media. Disgusted at how much you have copied my husband. <laughs> we can only talk about Love Island so much because I haven't caught up. No. I'm sorry, I've been moving house. <laughs> Again, my eyes hurt. Priorities. That's what I said to Duncan <laughs> when he got in Slack this morning and said, "I'm not going to make the pod because I'm moving house." Priorities. I know. I'm so into it though. I almost, I just cannot wait. Casa Moore is just the best time of any reality show. It's the best, worst thing. Oh, it's um, horrible, but it's so good. Okay, the two things. The producers. Two things that I don't like what they did. Number one, they sent that postcard, obviously just to mess with everything, but it meant that the dudes had a great time, right? Mm-hmm. The dudes didn't see the postcard. Mm-hmm. They didn't know what the girls were up to. They didn't care. Lads holiday! Mm-hmm. So they were just having a great time. Meanwhile, the girls have this postcard arrive, throws them into all kinds of a spin. They can't even enjoy their four days of new blokes because they're so freaked out by what they've seen. Mm -hmm. So, guys, complete unfair advantage at that point in Mm -hmm. terms of just having a good time. Secondly, bloody, bloody, uh, that whole Teddy Faye situation, they've really stitched Teddy up. Right? They have. Because he's been loyal. He's been loyal. He's been sleeping in that weird outdoor thing that was like a giant brazier for a human. Lots of mozzie bites. (laughs) Lots of mozzie bites. And Faze jumped into bed with some another random kind of blonde guy. I don't know any of their names, the new new boys. I think he's called Sam. Uh. I want to say Sam. (laughs) Let's call him Sam. Anyway, you haven't seen, so you've seen the first half of the recoupling in which, who comes back? Um... Toby, who's just comical at this point. Oh, Toby's ridiculous. I mean, he's just he just he just doesn't he looks at a girl and wants it. Like that's yeah. it. And he can it's like he can't help himself and now he's a bumbling idiot and just it's, it's uh-huh. hilarious. He won't Oh, and um Chloe and Dale, I am obsessed with. I'm obsessed with Dale's teeth. They are so white that they are like blue. It's crazy. And who else came back? Did Jake come back? Probably. Jake and Lib. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Jake was such a stirrer it. though. He wa- He's oh, running he was- around encouraging everyone to test their relationship he by hooking up with his, someone else. Um, he was getting his vicarious jollies. He really, <laughs> he really, really was. Nothing like a vicarious jolly. You know, I can't talk about any more about that, even though by the time you listen to this, well moved on, uh, because Alex hasn't seen it. I haven't caught up, but I'm catching up tonight. There's a new show called If Boy Island or something. I've heard murmurs about those. On HBO Max. I don't know where, where it's going to be on New Zealand telly. Neil, mm. maybe? I'm not sure, but... 
I don't know, it sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> Based on the title alone. It's a great new genre of just, you know, zero morals, zero facts, people on a beach. I just want to remind you all as well that Bachelor in Paradise US is going to be returning this year mm. after not happening last year because of COVID. And that's going to be starting soon. I'm sure that TVNZ On Demand will be playing it. That's kind of like the original F-boy slash love slash celebrity treasure. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. No, it's the original island of love. And also we're like the kind of, they're kind of in on the joke a bit, like everyone yeah. almost. Yeah, it's great. Particularly the editors. Though. And sometimes, you know, real engagements and babies and all sorts have come out of that, that bloody island. Okay, the block. na 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 did I tell you that I had it confirmed that it is an extended edition? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? No, breaking you didn't. News, breaking news. Did they tell you why they got rid of the? And it starts right now. Or it Did all not make now, any further inquiries, okay. but it's, it's a developing story. Um, we have had notification of house tours that are coming up soon, right? Like the open homes, the block open homes, and I sent a sneaky, oh, a cheeky media tour. And got a, yep, yep, that'll happen. Cool. So we will be, at some point, I'm sure, going to Were you there? Look at the houses. Oh, when, oh, no, when Duncan and I went to the firehouse one. No, no I wasn't. And it was um, us and Dom and JJ. I did a Dom and JJ tour, though, as well. I did <laughs> it at Meadowbank. And Kanye was there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Remember my conspiracy? Oh, I don't know. It's fine. It's, he's probably alive. This is the dog. This is JJ's dog. She did a... Um, a big interview in like Sunday, or, yeah, about her new apartment where the King's Arms was, and they took all these photos of her with the dog. But the dog just has a particular look on his face and a particular stance. It just looks a little bit taxidermy to me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's weird. Do you think it's weird that like now we all know where she lives? And we're not outing her. This is public information within it's the all bloody woman's mags. Yeah, we don't know what number. No, and presumably a nice, secure apartment. So. Best you could do is probably see you driving into the car park. That's best you could do. <laughs> and don't do that because it's don't pretty do bad that. weird. Just don't do it. No. You weirdo. We talk too much about people's houses I'm on this sorry. thing. <laughs> now let's talk about the block houses. <laughs> uh, it's week seven. It's family room week. Uh, not to be confused with living room week. Yeah. I don't, uh, it's what? basically they've got two living spaces, you know. That's all it is. Um, Keegan's... In a bad, he's in a bad, bad way. God, he looks terrible, eh? I felt really bad for the guy. Why has he always got his arm up in his shirt? I think like he's that? holding his lungs in. Like, is he, is he in need of a, is he in need of a sling or is he bleeding and he's holding a? I think he's holding it in. He's, he's holding, he's holding some paper towels. There. What's going on? He's holding his rib cage in place. <laughs> anyway, he's not in good shape, and so Sister Maddie has come in to to sub him. What do you think about this? Because Rach. Funnily enough, not happy. The fury of the fresh, the fresh member. <laughs> she doesn't like the fact that they've got a fresh one from about seven thirty at night. Is that what's happening? She does the night shift or something? Yeah, I don't know. but also she got a freshie. You know, she, I was going to say you can't talk. Not only she got a freshie, she even got herself a tradie. <laughs> And she doesn't even like. They were not friends before this, and they certainly are not <laughs> going to be friends afterwards. I love it. But to be honest, I mean, I would not want to be on the wrong side of Rach. No way. At all. Um, Keegan's quote of the week for me, I don't give a shit about design. My house, when I've finished it, will probably be just be a plywood box with a couch in it, and I will be a happy, happy man. man. <laughs> uh, plywood box. Coffin? 
<laughs> With a couch in it, though. Yeah. Big coffin. Huge plot you need to book for that one. Uh, but no, I love I, I love the little family story going on with Dylan and Keegan and now their sister. Like, genuinely Three siblings that could not be more unalike I if know. you tried. It's but incredible. How cute is the brotherhood storyline? <sighs> I can't deal. My heart explodes. It's like watching David Lomas. <laughs> Like, Keegan, it actually is. Keegan just wants to spend time with his bro, and he's like, he's teaching him how to get on the tools, and he's like, I'm really proud of him. It's so cute. What was that bit called? Keegan get learnt, learnt get learnt get with learnt. Keegan or something. Yeah. I mean, come on, that is a TikTok account waiting to happen. Huge TikTok account waiting to happen. I wonder how long Keegan is going to be out of action for because a cracked rib is it a bad one? I don't know. I feel like my mum's had one. She's all right. But you can't really do anything to fix nah, her. Nah, you can't sit. cast your I love torso. the cutaways of him just, like, watching something on his phone. Okay, but how about that phone case? He's love got, it. like, a very sturdy, tradey phone case. It's, like, silicon bound with metal, bound with, Fluoro, like, you can orange. do whatever you want to that thing. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not breaking. What do you think he's watching? I actually have written down here, Keegan watching Real Housewives Auckland on his super sturdy phone. <laughs> I would love it. That's what I would like him to be watching. I think he watches YouTube videos about um, building stuff. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. He so does about mitering and stuff. Yeah, because he didn't have. He definitely wasn't watching TikTok because he had it landscape mode. Good yeah. journalism, mm-hmm. Jane. Thank you. Far out, David Lomas. <laughs> Part two. <laughs> okay, what else happened? Meg and Dan put in a fourth bedroom. They've got to finish it this week. Oh, it gets so boring when you get into the weeds, doesn't it? It does get boring. Can we talk about Cavity Slider? Yes. What a name for a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I have a mostly hate-hate relationship with Cavity Sliders. Handy. <laughs> Handy for saving space when you don't have the room for, like, a swinging door, right? Like, Because a swinging door, it takes space in the room as well. Mm. So, for example, we had, like, a little ensuite in one of our houses just showing off. Um, and, and there was nowhere for a door to swing, so we had a cavity slider. Uh, okay. You would think it's a great solution, except for they've got a mind of their own. Sometimes they fall off their rails, and it's like, how the fuck do you fix that's built into the bloody door frame? Oh. And also, they just seem to sometimes, the ones that I've had... You know how Earth is not flat? Like, I don't know if it's been proven, but... Big to differ, but... <laughs> commonly believed to be not flat. Um, There's always a little angle, and they just sometimes they just slide open uh... of their own accord. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for singing. Oh, God. I love that. <laughs> That's scary. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, not good on an ensuite, just saying. So you seem to hate a cavity slider. I'm not. I, I just have yet to meet a cavity slider that's done its job properly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying they're all out there. It's just that in the homes that I've in- inhabited, uh, I haven't had such great experience. Is it just a sliding door? Yes. What's, okay. Just but a- it slides into a cavity. <laughs> so, you know, it's not like a sliding door that, that comes across the front. Like, you know, those barn barn style that's been quite popular with the, where you can kind of see that like when you go door. into you a, salon, a salon no oh. <laughs> salon when you bust doors. in with a gun oh yeah true no no I'm talking about like where you can actually see the whole door like covers a wall as it opens oh okay like it goes in front of the wall the, a, a cavity slider slides into a cavity Love it. I'm a cavity. Jane's doing a lot of gestures right now that could look really bad out of context <laughs> <laughs> anyway so yeah that's a cavity slider and there were there was at least one big one wasn't there. <laughs> there was a big cavity slider and there was a small admin nook. 
Oh, both in the same in the same building. Mm. That was uh, Timonati? Cavity Central. Yeah. Look, the Nook, I wasn't sure about Chris's feedback on the Nook, it, it being retro. Yeah. Uh, he's talking about it. I tell you what, we didn't have a phone Nook back in the old days, and I know because I lived in those days. We had a telephone table in the hallway mm. with a seat on it and all that. You didn't have a little built-in nook. I feel that's very contemporary. I think so. It's like it's space saving. It's, it's uh, with the advent of the family computer. I liked how it was right next to the fridge. So you could be doing your admin in the nook, reach around. That's quite a reach around to get around the door. You need <laughs> sorry. You need to be on a wheelie chair for that to, to so you can sort of just wheel yourself over to the fridge. But also have you thought about the fact that fridge doors open right out? So if if someone's going in to grab their up and go uh, and you're sat there at the computer, they're going to knock your head right out. Mm. Not right out, not right <laughs> off, probably. Probably just a bump to the head. But. Still, you wouldn't have to stand up, necessarily. If you had a slidey chair, But also, we'll tell you what it would be good for when anyone else goes to the fridge. Oh, can you just pass me a... Grab me you're a, right there, you're right there. Give me some milk. Yeah. So, they've really thought it through. <laughs> um... Rachel and Connie have built a mezzanine floor uh, with a really fucking ugly glass. The glass floor bit. Okay, what, number one, what if you're wearing a skirt? What if you're wearing a skirt? What if you're wearing a skirt? Well, but one of the judges was like, this should be completely clear. And I was like, well, go on, chill out. Um, I think it should be completely not there. Like, completely not there. Forgo the, either forgo the natural light or don't build the mezzanine floor. It is not the sky tower. You do not <laughs> need a glass floor on a mezzanine. Oh, look, I can see the downstairs couch from here. <laughs> but was it was it a light thing? Yeah, I think oh, it was okay. totally Because they were building up into their massive bloody atrium style, I don't know what you call it, big bloody roof thing, um, the light that was, uh, you know, would have been coming in down into the, to the living area was blocked. By the, uh, okay. the, by the new floor. But then the glass, with all of its frost and its checkers, seemed to basically not let that much light through No, anyway. I mean, light would come through. I think that they would be thinking kind of for privacy reasons, but it still was kind of an ugly design as well. It just, it just looked bad. It just looked bad. And then, they, you know, it meant that, like they said, they had to arrange their whole room around this ugly piece of what looked like quite corporate glass. I would have... <laughs> done big glass panel, but then, like, built the glass up and made it like the coffee table, like Ooh. a glass coffee table on top of the glass. So you get the light, but then you also have, like, a functional thing. That sounds like, that sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and then inside the glass, I would put fish. Oh. You know? Imagine cleaning that, Alex. Mm. That'd be horrible. Didn't think about that. The whole thing It'd would just be sealed. Be slimy and nasty and... Fake fish. But, okay. Robotic fish. Still gross. <laughs> Oh, look, that's terrible. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> I, I think it's cool. So we're just going to, you can't move it. It's there. It's permanent. You can't, if you have another idea for the room, if you want to turn it to art studio, you can't because of the great big bloody glass coffee table. That's <laughs> with fish inside it. <laughs> with electric fish inside it. And the walls have gone all nasty in a nasty colour. Jeez. I don't know. It's just spitballing here. Okay. What else? I think it's better than that. Dan with a wig on is Dano I love and want to see more of. Mm-hmm. Just putting that out there. Um, what else is happening? Um, I love the bit where, <laughs> with Connie and Rachel, when they kind of uh, allude to the fact that their relationship's strained, and the producer <laughs> just yells at them, how are you two getting on? Like, <laughs> screeching. It was an amazing, oh, I, lo- I, I love that. a producer voice, and it was a real, <laughs> like, a real screech. <laughs> <laughs> 
They had some, someone lost the, did Connie lose the light? Oh, someone, oh, probably bloody an LED strip or something. There's a big drama about it. There's always something and between those Rachel's two. Rachel's just mumbling, mumbling, oh, it's not bloody ideal to be painting doors at this point, but not much I can do. <laughs> Bad time management, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I also loved um, when Meg and Dan hosted everyone for dinner and popped yeah. a little bottle and had some beers. Yeah, Vindal- it was supposed to be Vindaloo, but it looked like a rotisserie chicken. I was worried. I was confused about Meg's like panic around having to cook tofu. Um, but look. You're a tofu eater. I'm a tofu eater. I'm not. I wouldn't have the first fucking clue what to do with tofu. The thing with vegetarian stuff is like it's all good. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter because if you don't, you know, it's not like you need to cook it through. Even that can't be true though, because you can get food poisoning on on salads and rice and all sorts of things that don't have meat. Did you know that? Yeah, but like you take that risk every day. Yeah. You don't cook a salad. That's that's in God's hands. Rinse it though. Do you <laughs> rinse your tofu? Like I wouldn't even know. Do you rinse tofu? <laughs> I've never rinsed a tofu. Okay. Are you supposed freeze to? Freeze a tofu. Okay. And then unfreeze it and it takes on the texture of chicken. So do you just chop it up into bits and chuck it in your curry? Just fry it. Fry it? Oh, you can fry it, chuck it in a curry See, or, or chuck it in on its own. Case in point, my best guess is that Meg is a hardcore carnivore. Mm, mm. True. Uh, anyway, she didn't make the vindaloo in the end, so it doesn't matter. So it's a moot point. <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh, I miss him. I miss him too. Saw him on the Z ad though, pumping petrol. Oh, yeah, that's good for him. Just to let you know. Yeah. Um, they had plenty of parfait, and uh, Meg's whole thing was feeding them up so that a they'd feel a bit stodgy, and b they would be um, basically otherwise engaged at the dinner that she had to do so that they couldn't be getting on with finishing their rooms. But. They, that, but Meg and Dan couldn't be doing anything at that time anyway. So that, that a, was the point. She was like, mo- if we're not doing so that's anything, a point. no, no, if we're not doing anything, we may as well because they were supposed to just be cooking for. Uh, oh, I see. So they were out of action. They anyway. were out of action anyway. So oh, they're like, well, okay. let's extend the invitation to the other teams as well, so that everyone's out of action. Loved it. I thought that was clever. Yeah. Uh, there was a give and take this week. They had to. They were all given a paint color and had to paint something decorative. The um, who's her sister? Maddie. Her vase, the ombre with the gorgeous palms. Okay, I want to say about this: better than most people could do, but still not great. <laughs> Jane, what? I mean, for me, I would have stopped at the ombre. Yeah, I would not have added the palms. But also, the color didn't didn't go. There was baby blues and and what was a kind of an olivey green. That's true. Kind of a room. I loved their room. I loved their room too. Yeah, I thought it was really, really good. I, I was actually, very happy for Dylan. I actually really liked, um, I liked the tile wall that Megan Dan did. I was quite mm. into that. Didn't love the glass. Felt like Hobsonville Point era block. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of glass. And glass also divider. didn't um, Ribsy and, what's her face? Ribs and Lisa do a glass classic, wall in their little pink room. Classic block team. Incredible team. Uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know about that. I feel like the, the practicality. I mean, I the know. fingerprints. The fingerprints. Um, oh, yeah, I like that. I like that tile wall, but I also was very surprised that Lauren liked it because she seems to like everything very, like, easy to change out if a right. buyer's not yeah. into the tiled green wall. That could Yeah, be. she loved it. She's she like, it. they'll have an emotional connection to this wall. I think she had an emotional mm. connection to the wall. <laughs> uh, anyway, I had an emotional connection to the giant tally on the wall. I thought it was fantastic. That bit where she's ripping off, where Meg was oh. ripping off their plastic, that so is such a satisfying feeling. Is that ASMR? Is what's, that just... the, what's the like the, the tangible physical equivalent of ASMR? Sensating or something. Oh. I don't know. Love it. Okay. Uh, should we just should we just go into the judging? Yeah. 
Because I don't think anything else really happened. Apart um, from Tim and Artie dropping their washing to mum. Uh, okay, so Tim and Artie, I don't, they didn't comment on this, but as an avid TV watcher, I felt their TV was in a bad position. So the couch, say I'm, I'm facing you, that's where I want my TV to be in front of me. If I'm sitting on the couch, I want to watch the TV. It was like to one side, kind of in line with the couch, they'd have to turn side on. Oh. That only works if you're laying down on the couch with your head at the other end. Which, which I would do. I've seen you lying on a couch. Yeah, but that's only one person can watch then, and I like to have other people uh, around, and I watch the telly if I can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I'm fine. Uh, <laughs> it was a small, it seemed small. I just, there's not much going on in there either. Apart from the terrific art. It was oh, actually quite good. Quite good, I thought. Like if I saw that in art gallery, I'd be, hmm. <coughs> was that Tim or Artie that done that? It was, it was uh, uh, Artie. <coughs> which one's the, I can't. No, oh, it was, which I think it was Tim. I think it was Tim. Oh, I think yeah. Tim did that. And he was um, Tim got Artie. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Anne-Louise thought it was underdone. Agree, Anne-Louise. Uh, Tim didn't see the need for a door. And Louise disagrees, saying when they're teenagers, you're going to want that door. Totally agree. Noth- mm-hmm. Love nothing more than shutting my children in a room. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they're six and nine. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it works for all ages as far uh-huh. as I'm concerned. No uh, coffee table. No coffee table. a problem. Mm. Could have done with a little glass fishy number in there. They got a bloody good school, though, for, for what it was, 24. Uh, don't forget they had the nook and the cavity slider. And they, they got... They would have had 23, but they got an extra point for the give and take for their nice artwork. Connie and Rachel's house, uh, the feedback was a nice, comfy space. Do I sound like Mark Richardson? Yeah. Cool. Thanks, good. Uh, the judges loved the glass windows, but not the glass <coughs> floor. Uh, Anne Louise thinks that they're doing a good job of being less fluffy bunny, and there was a bit more soul in this room, less magpie. <laughs> less magpie. Less femme. Less femme? Yeah. So did they, I, I didn't watch. The rest of the week. Neither. But did they have a secret they special meeting with the judges? They must have done one of those things where they do the meet the judges and they give gave, or they or probably it came via a tablet of some sort where they gave mm. them some advice. Mm. Um, They're very concerned with soul. Yeah. Aren't they? In yeah. these houses. Tell you what, looking around the studio, not a lot of soul. Not a lot of soul. Not a lot of soul. I'd where love is a, the I'd most love a lamp. soul. The most soul is sitting right there at that desk and here yeah. she is. The most soul in this room is right next to me and it's a bunch of doodles from Jose Barbosa. <laughs> oh, Jose's doodles. Jose's doodles. Yeah, we need more soul in this room. Anyway, I think we'd get judged incredibly badly on this room. They got 18 points. They had a, a guest room as well, which they used to blow up mattress for. It was never, oh, yeah. never going to go down well. Um, 18 <laughs> points, all they deserved. Dylan and Keegan. And Louise thought this was delicious. Delicious. It was just uh, the right mix of cosy and sexy. The um the the gradient wall feature thingy, the sediment, whatever it was. The sediment. Felt, felt like a risk, but it paid off. It paid off. It absolutely paid you off. You could be a judge. This is a risk, but it's paid off. The, the sediment. I love the sediment features and the pebbles. And uh, Lauren thinks it's perfection. They love the curtains, and I kind of like to the point where I googled the curtains. <laughs> Wow. I need to sort out my curtains. What did you like about the curtains? Oh, I I like that Anne Louise liked them. Uh, Mm. Uh, Chris, oh, bloody stick in the mud, uh, reckons (laughs) there's too many things. Um, They don't like the naked beams. No one likes the naked beams. That's like an old school Bonham. Bonham hated the exposed beams. God. Cover Uh, your beams. And then they... 
the other feedback was this team are really coming into their potential and I thought it was a missed opportunity for them to say they're really stepping into their potency. <laughs> Yeah. How did they not say that? How did that? they not? <laughs> uh, they got 27.5 and the win. They played a plus one. They didn't need to, but it was probably the wise thing to do. Megan Dan had a 2.6 metre high tile wall. I thought it was marble. I thought when I saw it, I was like, it's a solid sheet of beautiful green marbly mm. stuff. But Was it not? Of course it's not. I don't know. I, I mean, I know in retrospect, I'm like, of course it's not. That would be A, a huge amount of money and B, impossible to lift in there. It's got some tilers in. It makes it seem less fancy now. Where where does marble come from? Stop, rocks. Marble rocks. But does it come from New Zealand? No. Know. It has to get shipped here. I don't know. Do we? Italy. Italy. Italian no. marble. <laughs> why is Tina whispering? I don't know why she's... Because she wants to make it sound like we <laughs> came there on our own. Oh, she's not so giving nice it away. You, that she's the brains behind this operation. I'm pretty sure the mic picked it up, though. <laughs> <laughs> we nearly got away with it. <laughs> Everyone loves the wall. They notice the rug's missing. Um, why are they allowed to leave notes for the judges? It's a new twist yeah. <laughs> on yeah. the old classic. Why don't you just leave some cash, you know? Leave if you're really, some cash. If you're starting to make excuses and, you know, be yeah. like, the rug didn't work. I think it was a fair point that we had a rug. They just want to say, look, we know. We know. We realise that. It needs a rug. It's just the one that we had looked yuck. What did thought, the rug look like? I didn't watch anything but the room review, so I couldn't tell you. I'm curious. I like, I like, Meg seems very good at designing things. Yeah. And when she was like, the rug dates the room, I want to know why. Because I don't understand that and shit. Are you wondering if your rug is right dating your room? I have a, a flaccati. An Italian. No, Greek. Where do they come from? Tina! <laughs> from. A, big, a big shag rug, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and that's timeless as far as I'm concerned. All I can hear is that the rug dated the room and then there was a shag and I feel like it's a, it's a sexy episode. No cavity knock. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, where I came undone when they were all like, oh, the table makes more sense now. And I'm like... Does it? It still looks exactly the I same table know. to me. I mean, I didn't feel one way or the other about it before, and I still don't. That's what I mean. I'm like, what do they see? But that's I that, know that's what that classic thing of like me going in and being like, yes, I've done my monochrome, my monochrome kitchen, and I've done my big weird table, but it's all going to come together when I get my massive tiled wall up. Like, but then she, and then it does. It well, is, in the, she's judges in the judges' eyes. The judges' eyes, but like, she, you know, she's thinking about the bigger picture, the big sale at the end. It's um, amazing. Uh, I have a meltdown trying to buy a single cushion at Briscoe's. Oh, we went to try and find cushions and I was just like, no, I can't. I cannot commit <laughs> to any of these. <laughs> Look, can I just say, hot tip, I needed new sheets because I put a hole in my one sheet. At one point when I was going minimalist and I was like, I have a dryer. Shh, don't tell anyone that I use the dryer sometimes. Mm. If I need to wash my sheets and get them dry in quick, smart time, I just wash them, dry them, put them back on the bed, right? I don't need to have... A whole heap of sheets. I'm trying to like move away from my mum's linen cupboard that was absolutely just fucking crammed and it stressed me out. I was like, here's my sheet. Mm -hmm. Then put a hole in it and then it got bigger and bigger and bigger. And I was like, I was desperate for sheets, went to Briscoe's, bought some like top of the line ones on sale. Yeah. (laughs) So they came, you know, at a reasonable price. Scratchy is all fuck. Scratchy? Yeah. What's what? I feel like had I bought the cheapest ones there, they would have been just as, if not more, comfortable. To the point that I then went out and bought another sheet. <gasps> and now you've got a surplus of sheets. Now I've got. Now I have the spare backup sheets, and I don't want them because I'll be dreading if I ever have to use them. Because they're scratchy. It's like sleeping on sand. Can you soften them down? 
I'm going to try. Wow. I don't know how. If anyone's got any tips, please help me. I've, I remember when I had your sheets, your flannels. <laughs> It's a funny period of time. They were nice flannels. They though. were nice flannels. I kept yeah. us warm and toasty. Yeah. Anyway, they're gone now. Um, I hope you didn't sell them. I hope you didn't make coin off of that. I didn't. If you did, I want to. If anything, I'm out of pocket because <laughs> I paid for a big old guy to come and pick it all up <laughs> and hopefully put it somewhere sustainable. Does that mean I owe you money? Yeah, you owe me three hundred and fifty dollars. Actually, I know Whoa. I'm I'm financially ruined. <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> help me. Okay. What else about this tally show that we've completely stopped talking about? Um, um, there was something about down trow. No, I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> missed it completely. I think that's it. Dylan and Keegan won. Oh, then, no, then there was the... And they got the, their cash. There was question and answer time. Did we talk about... But I think it cliffhangered on that, didn't didn't it? Yeah, yeah, but I watched the next bit, which has been on, so we may as well talk about it. Oh. Connie raised her hand, asked if it's question and answer time. Turns out that Rach, earlier on in the season, when she was still with the other one, won $2,500 off she could take off of any team. Oh, that's right. Okay. Who do you think, if you haven't seen it, I haven't seen who it. do you think she took it off? Um, if it were me, I would take it off, ooh, Dylan and Keegan? Why would you do that? Because they just won. That's exactly... Oh, you are Rachel. That's fucked, oh, mate. Oh, no. That's fucked because they haven't won. That's the first lot of money that they've won. The first lot of money that they've won and they took it straight off them. I'm sorry. I think they should have taken it off someone else. In fact, Connie's words were, we've won some money in the last few weeks and we're still in the red. Dylan and Keegan haven't won anything, so where are they? Dark, dark red. So I reckon that's a shit move, mate. I feel bad. My first instinct, truthfully, was Meg and Dan. But then I thought, I don't know how much money they have. I know for sure that Dylan and Keegan have just won seven grand. So that would be my I thought. I would have gone, look, this is the, you guys, ride your high. You've just won your first lot of, your, your first room reveal. Mm. And I would just look at who's won lots of challenges, lots of little bits of pieces of money. And then, do you know what Tim said? Tim said to, sorry, what, um, what, who's his mate? Artie. Artie, Artie said... What's that smell, Tim? I smell fennel. And he thinks that it was revenge for the fennel. Oh, fennel revenge. Fennel gate. (laughs) And that is where we leave it. And that is our podcast for the week. Oh, it's true crime vibes. There's a lot. There's a lot in there. We thought um, thought it was just the two of us. We've not got much to talk about. I said I have nothing. I said I have nothing. Um, And yet we've managed to cobble together some semblance of a something. Philipod. Hey, thank you guys for listening. (laughs) Thank you to the Cornies, as always. Thank you to Tina for recording, editing, and just making us shine. Thanks, Alex Casey. Thank you, um, JJ. Kanye. (laughs) Keegan. (laughs) Just all the greats. All the greats. And the Kerrys. Let's not forget the the Kerrys. All of the Kerrys. Thank you, James. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and, of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Kia ora e te iwi, Tiaihe Butler here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. 
If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a spin-off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.